1: sacramento kings and they sharing their opinion so be sure that you subscribe it's for the fans by the fans whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands for laid back conversations about the Kings. subscribe here staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year we're here drinking beer talking about the kings be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring yeah What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Kings lose to the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, 133-124. Calvin, we got a bunch of royal family here in the chat. I is here, Gotham is here, Alfie Man, Brian. Welcome in, everybody. All my legit Kings fans are here. Unfortunately, the Kings do lose tonight, Calvin. And hey, I didn't even get to watch this game. I just got off of work, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm in the studio. Let's talk about it. Calvin, what is up? How are you? Happy motherfucking
2: Monday. Happy motherfucking Monday. It is Monday, is it not? Or no. you? Is it Monday? Today is not. Yeah, it, it is, is, is Monday, Monday, isn't it? Yeah, Man, I don't know what that is. We're all confused.
1: Who cares? It's Merch Monday. It is Merch Monday, <laughs> which reminds you all, hey guys, it's Merch Monday, 15% off of... All your gear at RoyalRebounds.com. All you got to do is go to RoyalRebounds.com, put in whatever gear you want, and type in the coupon code MERCHMONDAY for 15% off. Jose is here as well. Welcome in, everybody, over, under, fight, fight, fight. Calvin, everybody wants to talk about the fight. I saw the very end of the game. I got to see a little bit of the fight. But I got to ask you, what the fuck happened
2: tonight? (laughs) This was a great game. I mean, I don't know if it's what happened. Uh, you know, some def- definitely some key miscues down the stretch, uh, a turnover, uh, y- you know, a-, a miscommunication on a slip screen, leaving Chris Middleton wide open for three. That was a, s- a five-point swing there when the Kings were still within one possession. Um, if they – clean up those two plays, I mean, this game goes right down to the last possession. It was that good of a game from beginning to end. It was absolutely uh, a thrill to watch. Uh, this week, I cannot stress how impressed I've been with the Kings. We talked about it la- going into the beginning of last week, saying that this could be maybe the toughest three-game stretch that they've had all year. That At that point, we still thought that um, – Kevin Durant was going to play in that game on Saturday. He ended up not playing. All things aside, I mean, to go on those three games back to back to back, national TV against New York, then against Phoenix on the road, and now coming back home to a team that I think is going to win the NBA title this year. Milwaukee is that good. I mean, they're just a phenomenal team, so deep. And the Kings not only hung with all of those teams, they beat two out of three of them, one on the road, and they were up by 15 in the first half of this game. This is not the same Kings team, obviously, as it was from years past. This isn't even the same Kings team from the beginning of this season. They Great are point. a completely, completely different team, and they're they're here to make noise.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of people here in the chat, uh, like McCallum, SASS, David, Joe, uh, all saying, you know, this is the best team in the league, and the Kings took them down to the wire. Uh, no shame here. I mean, Giannis... Dude, almost 50 points tonight for Giannis. 46 points for him. Between Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Brooke Lopez, 100 points for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, Wow. The big three really, uh, really put it up for the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Kings lose, which is quite unfortunate. But, hey, we're here. We're drinking beers. We're talking about the Sacramento Kings. If you're a Kings fan, make sure you smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We are live after every single Kings game. But I do have to let you guys know, there are quite a few road games this week. Calvin and I will be working late. uh, So our post-game streams for the next few games will be an hour or two hours after the actual game ends. But we will be here. Uh, Everything is scheduled, so make sure you guys just check back with the channel and figure out when we are scheduled. We will try to start as soon as possible. Calvin, I mean, did you give me your first thoughts or you want more first thoughts?
2: Well, I, I kind of summarized my, you know, overall thinking behind watching this game. I, I mean, it, it was just a really, really great game to watch. This again was a playoff-style atmosphere-type game. You know, I can only imagine what it was like to be at this game live. Um, these are games down the stretch of the season that are going to prepare the Kings for the playoffs. And, I mean, I think you look at this. You can look at it through two different lenses if you're either a fan or or a member of this team. You know, a completely different game from the first matchup, which was back in, what, December or whatever between these two teams. Uh, The Kings lost in Milwaukee by 13 points. That game, you know, the Kings may have had some type of chance to win, but it it never really uh, felt like they had a good control of that game. They had a stranglehold on this game from – basically the first half. Uh, I think that they put together a pretty good game plan and a good blueprint for how to attack this team. And, and it was definitely working in the first half. You had to, f- to know that Milwaukee, being the team that they are, was going to come out uh, and, and impose their will right away in the second half. Um, but give the Kings credit, they they battled. DeMontis Sabonis, I want to make sure that I mention his name right now at the top of the show so that it doesn't Another go triple, double. an hour before we talk about him. This was maybe his most impressive performance of the season overall. He was absolutely incredible tonight from start to finish. And uh, that's the type of gritty mentality, uh, attitude, physicality that you need in the postseason. It's going to have a trickle-down effect on the rest of the team. I think that the Kings going to the locker room after this loss tonight, obviously disappointed, but definitely feeling like, You know, we've been talking over the last couple of weeks about how maybe the rest of the the NBA world or the national media is starting to now realize that the Kings are here. This win, or or this game, whether it's a win or loss, I think gives the Kings a lot of confidence moving forward. Definitely. Playing this way against this team.
1: Definitely. In in other news, Tanvir keeps changing his name on Twitter. So uh, good to keep up with that. Let's check in here with the chat. Phoenix says, who's the team you want to face in the
2: first round, Calvin? doesn't matter. You're going to have to play tough teams no matter Good what. Good answer, Calvin. Um, and if, Good you're, answer. if you're the Kings that are, while well, they're not in the second seed anymore, they now that Memphis won today, they, they slide back to the third spot. But if you're going to have a home court se- playoff series in the first round, I think that's all you, you really can ask for. Who you're going to match up with, you know, certainly some teams pose different threats and, and maybe more threats. To the Kings and others, but it's the playoffs, man. You, you take what you get, and you're you're in the dance. That's all you want.
3: Yeah,
1: that that's all we're looking for. Uh, Brian says Kings will be as good as the Bucks in a couple years. Meanwhile, enjoy the
2: ride. You agree with that? Well, yeah. I, I mean, definitely. If you're a fan, for sure. I, I don't. You can definitely be. I didn't sit down for the entire second half of watching this game. It, it was that intense. It was okay. that good. You were on the edge of um, your seat. I was off my seat. Uh, okay. I wasn't even on the edge. Wow. So, yeah, I think if you, that's the right kind of, like, attitude to have. I don't think you should be too upset about this loss um, because they were right in it until the end. Like I said, basically two plays down there is a stretch down down the stretch there is yep. what really broke this game, you know, apart and, and gave Milwaukee the cushion they needed. But the the Kings were in control and leading this game for most of the way. So yeah, you, you got to enjoy what you're seeing right now out of Sacramento.
1: Jay, a member of the royal family, says we needed some muscle in the paint like like a Barry type of
2: guy. You agree with that? <laughs> Well, Demontis Sabonis is about all the muscle you need. I, I mean, the the dude was incredible tonight. We'll, we'll go over the box score here in a second, but we could have had an extra berry in can, there. Of course, you'd always love to have an extra berry in there, but I, I don't want to um, under or you know undersell what Sabonis did for them tonight. He was yeah more muscle than half the the Milwaukee Bucks team. Brian says. This battle of game should have been on national
1: TV, Calvin.
2: It would have been a great game to have on national TV. I, I mean, there are, that's just the way it goes in, in the NBA scheduling. You're, there's going to be great games that don't end up on national TV probably every day or every other day. So a real shot-blocking threat like Barry. I like that. Charles says, you know I've been on
1: Jokic's squad. Oh, y- yovich's squad all year about MVP with him averaging a triple double. I think he means Jokic, uh, triple double. But good grief, yeah, Giannis has got to be in that conversation. Calvin, who's your MVP this year so far? I would have to give. It's we really, talked really about really this tough. just a couple I mean, weeks ago. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's a
2: toss up. Either one is, I think, a, f- a really deserving pick. If I had a vote, I would vote for Giannis. And chris middleton was out for a good portion of the first half of the season he's put up phenomenal numbers all year long they're now cl- clawing have clawed their way back to the top of the eastern conference best record in the nba um I, I think that the top half of the eastern conference is better than the top half of the western conference so it's yep. more impressive to me either one is a good pick i think Embiid deserves some votes as well but it, to me i would give a if I had a vote, it would go to Giannis.
1: Uh, Alfie man, another member of the royal family, says Lopez got dealt with.
2: Yeah, I mean, he definitely had his, he threw some punches back, right? He had some big blocks, really nice block on a Chemezi-Mentu duck, dunk attempt in this game, um, and then he killed them in the second half with threes. So he took some lumps and bruises as well. But, it, yeah, it was a great battle inside between him and, and Sabonis all night. Uh, hey, regardless of what happened tonight, I do
1: have to say, Brooke Lopez has done a great job revolutionizing himself as an NBA player, Calvin. I mean, you remember when he was with the Nets? Uh, great, great player. They they tried to build around him. It didn't quite work out. Um, but he was more of like a mid-range, back-to-the-basket type of guy. Yeah.
2: Now he's shooting threes. Um, Yeah, I told you, man, years ago, I was like, this dude is totally taking his game to a new level. He's a perfect piece for any team. Yeah, he really is. You didn't believe me.
1: Oh, I didn't believe you, and (laughs) I don't believe you a lot of the time. But, hey, shout out to Brooke Lopez. You're a bitch tonight, but other than that, Dude, he's done a great, great job, Calvin. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. part of having this channel is we have to recognize great players for doing great things because otherwise we have absolutely no credibility. So, uh, Brooke Lopez has done a great job changing his game. That is for sure. Uh, Gotham says, don't know why they didn't stick with that offensive set at the end with Barnes at the elbow until they stopped it. What do you think about that, Calvin? Calvin? I mean, like, if you find something that works – do you switch it up at all, or do you just keep pounding that same thing over and over and over? Because, honestly, that's me, dude. If, if I'm playing Madden, if I'm playing NFL Blitz, if I'm playing you in NFL Blitz, uh, I run the same play over and over, Calvin, yeah. h- until you can stop it. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said about that, um, but you, I think there's a lot of other things that happen during the course of a game that you have to take into account as well. That set that they were running – was leaving DeMontis Sabonis in the corner. Um, I I realize why they did it. It was so they could get Brooke Lopez out of the lane and clear things open for somebody to get to the basket. But if you're going to run a play over and over and over again where arguably your best player who's having a a phenomenal game doesn't touch the ball at all throughout the course of the possession, that's a huge risk to take. Now, I get it. They have De'Aaron Fox as well, but... That's my counter argument to why you don't run that play strictly that play for the rest of the game. They also found themselves in a hole after uh, the miscommunication on the three point shot from Chris Middleton gave him a wide open look. He knocked it down. De'Aaron Fox turns the ball over the very next play leads to a Drew Holiday dunk. All of a sudden you're down. I forget what exactly what it was seven at that point. So. Um, you needed to score quick with short amount of time left. Again, you're probably going to have to run some different looks than that same play over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Uh, Jay says we need a real enforcer in
1: shot blocking threat like Barry. Uh, I mean, we could use a couple berries on this
2: squad, Calvin, a-
1: any thoughts on that?
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it wouldn't be nice to have. We've been saying that all season long, right? But th- the, the, Deadline is over. They can't make any real adjustments until the end of the season. I still think that an elite 3-and-D wing um, is maybe more important for this team right now than it's just like a, a block, 3 and D a 3-and-D Barry, Barry. Okay. Uh, and on that note, I want to uh, say that, you know, Monty McNair, I, I, it's not that I questioned him or said that he didn't make the right move, but I will never – he could sign, Um. you know – a bag of potato chips to the team and I would say it's a great move because Kessler Edwards, the the dude, he really seems to be like that type yeah. of player that they needed. And I, I was saying Matisse Thybel is something that they, a type of player that they really should have gone after. It's possible that they found somebody very much like that and got him for absolutely nothing. So hats off to Monty McNair. That that was seems to be a, a move that potentially could be really, really good for them, you know for the rest of this season and into the future. Yeah, yeah, great point. He continues
1: to identify guys that are undervalued uh, and and turn them into a very, very productive role player. So shout out. And a potential MVP candidate. Not that Sabonis is going to win MVP this year, but uh, they identified a guy that was, I guess, undervalued, uh, traded a rookie, or or, sorry, a guy on a rookie contract for him in in Halliburton, which... I think is going to be an incredible player. But, I mean, Sabonis is is just – he's – Dude, he is amazing, too. Another triple-double for him tonight. He's breaking Sacramento Kings records, and he's putting this team in a really, really good position. Let's dive here into the box score. Domas Sabonis, 39 minutes of action tonight, 11 of 23 from the field, one of two from three-point range. Calvin, he hasn't been making a lot of threes lately. Attempted two tonight, made one, uh, 23 points, 17 rebounds, and 15 assists. Calvin, the number that stands out to me the most, One turnover tonight. One turnover. 15 assists and one turnover tonight. And didn't
2: pick up his first personal foul until I think midway through the third quarter. That's incredible. But zero free throws for him. Kind of weird. Yeah, unfortunate.
1: Especially for
2: how physical of a game it was. 30
1: minutes of action for HB tonight. Four of nine from the field. Three of eight from three-point range. Made all three of his three-point, or sorry, free-throw attempts. 14 rebounds, four No, sorry, dude. I'm way off. 14 points, 4 rebounds tonight for HB. Keegan Murray, 22 minutes of action. Only 7 points and 2 rebounds for him tonight. We'll definitely talk about that. De'Aaron Fox, 37 minutes of action. 13 of 23 from the field. 5 of 12 from 3-point range. 35 big points for De'Aaron Fox tonight. 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, a block, and 3 turnovers tonight. Kevin Herter was making shots tonight. He was making threes, 28 minutes of action, 10 of 17 from the field, 8 of 11 from three-point range for Kevin Herter, including, didn't he make like six threes in a row in this game? He was on fire. He man. was it, on it was really fun fire. To watch. 28 points, one rebound, and three assists for him tonight. Unfortunate to get a loss and, and waste a performance like that from Kevin Herter because he has been, he was unreal in this game. Uh, uh-oh. I lost the rest of my stats here. Uh, Trey Lyle, six points tonight, uh, seven rebounds, four assists, five for Chemezi Metu, zero for Kessel Edwards, zero for Davion, and only six points tonight for Malik Monk. Not a great bench performance tonight, Calvin. Only 17 points combined from the bench tonight. But uh, the starters, wow, a lot of points scored by the King starters tonight.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, not what we've become accustomed to seeing from the bench uh, definitely lately since the the all-star break but uh you know this is the as many people have pointed out the number one defense in the nba and that extends to both their their starting lineup and their bench unit so tough tough to get to find ways to score on this team luckily you know kevin herter was on fire fox had a big second half and sabonis was a, a beast inside all day
1: yeah, the thing that really stood out to me, Calvin, I mean, we talk about how much better this Kings team has gotten at defense, especially late in games, right? The fourth quarter, I believe they're, what, eighth in uh, plus minus in the NBA. They allowed 43 points in the fourth quarter of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep, That is a lot of points, Cal. They only gave up 53 in the entire first half. That is a lot of points the Bucks shot 58 percent from the field as opposed to 44 percent for the sacramento kings 45 percent from three-point range for the bucks tonight as opposed to only 42 percent for the kings the kings did out rebound the bucks tonight 45 to 43 31 assists for the kings tonight so they did move the ball around a little bit more than they have in the past few games Uh, total turnovers tonight 13 for the bucks nine for the Sacramento Kings. A lot of these numbers are really strange, right? We, we try and set standards for this team where we're like, okay, we want this many assists. We want this many threes. We don't want them to turn the ball over this much. Calvin, in the past few games, they've turned the ball over a ton and they've won basketball games tonight, only nine turnovers and they lose this game to the bucks. The, they allow the bucks to shoot incredibly well. They allow the bucks to close out the game uh, by scoring, like I said, 43 points in the fourth quarter um tough loss for the kinks yeah
2: a tough loss but i i mean i also think that you take a lot of positives away from a loss like this like i said they they pretty much owned the entire first half they put themselves in a position to win um against a team that poses a lot of matchup problems for them i mean Giannis is obviously you know Giannis, but if you were to tell me that the Kings were going to make 21 threes, out-rebound the Bucks, they had 15 offensive rebounds to Milwaukee's five, yep. I and mean, those are basically the inverse numbers of what they were in the first game between these. You don't teams. get a
1: lot of offensive rebounds, Calvin, when you're shooting 58% from the field and 45% from three-point range, like the Bucs
2: were tonight. That's true, but you also have to give credit to DeMontis Sabonis, who was a one-man wrecking crew in there against a huge team who grabbed probably, I don't know how many offensive rebounds he had himself. Let's look. Ten offensive rebounds all by himself. Wow. I mean, yes, I think this game is more about the, the Kings being able to play at the same level as Milwaukee than it is, you know, uh, this was a horrible loss and you you allowed all this, you you allowed the Milwaukee Bucks to shoot really well from inside. That's what Milwaukee does. I mean, and the Kings are are severely undermatched inside against this team. So you knew that was going to be the case coming in.
1: Calvin, I mean, if we made it to the NBA Finals this season Mm -hmm. and we lost in a game five, six, seven, even a game four like this, I, I would be completely happy. Absolutely. I really would. I really would. Let's check back in here with... The comments, I saw somebody saying, uh, is it time to bring up Kata? No. Not at all?
2: Nope. He's, he's not ready. I mean, he wasn't okay. ready when they brought him up the first time, and now you're playing even me- more meaningful games you're going to play in the playoffs. I I get it. He's big, and he blocked a lot of shots in college. It's a different game. I, I mean, he's he's not there, and... The Stockton Kings are the number one seed in the G League, so he's very important to <laughs> that You trying to, to win team. a G League championship this year? Well, week? no, but I'm just saying he's. there's no point to bring him up if he's not going to play very much. Like, yeah. it, Just because he's big doesn't mean that he automatically gets minutes. Yeah, we almost got uh, – If that was the case, Alex Len would play 20 minutes a game. Yeah, great point, great point. We
1: almost got 60 people watching right now, and we only got 20 likes, so Kings fans, please smash up that like button. Also, hit that subscribe button. I know a bunch of you guys watch the channel every single game, and you're not subscribed. Why not? Subscriptions are free. Likes are free. Smash up that like button. Splash up that subscribe button. It really, really helps us and the channel. It helps us grow, uh, and it helps us put out more content for Kings fans like you. So please, please, please go ahead and do those. It really, really does help us. Calvin, I know you're dying to talk about Domas Sabonis tonight. Another triple-double for him. You mentioned 10 offensive rebounds, probably a season high for him, but only six defensive rebounds for him tonight. But, dude, the numbers are absolutely incredible. 23, 17, and 15 with, like you said, only three personal fouls and only one turnover tonight oh, it's such a shame to waste a game like this. That's that's what I keep saying. When I look at these these stats, I'm like, 35 points for De'Aaron Fox. What a shame to have that in a loss. 28 points for Kevin Herter. What a shame to have that in a loss. This huge triple-double by DeMontis Sabonis. What a shame to have that in a loss. But, you know, I know you want to stay positive. You say there's a lot of good things to take from this basketball game. So, Let me hear them. Make me feel a little bit better about myself, Cal.
2: Well, the number one thing is, you know, you look at the two games they played against this team, and the first game back in Milwaukee was absolutely nothing like this. The the Kings really didn't deserve to be on the same floor or share the same floor. Now you can actually make the argument that they, you know, have their uh, confidence and how they've played together, how they've grown as the season has come along, Despite the fact that they are lacking between the two teams in talent, size, all of this stuff, the the way that the Kings have figured out how to play together this season makes them capable of beating any team. And I think that's what you say to them in the locker room tonight. We had this game against arguably the best team in the league. Like, th- this, is, this is how we expect to play against anyone on any given night. So, it's not just a we're lucky to be here anymore sort of a thing. It's we're good enough to play at an elite level. Might not have the same talent, might not have the same depth. I don't know if you win in a seven-game series against this team. Probably not. I don't know how many games you win, but it, you're you're building towards that spot. And it's still early. This team hasn't even made the playoffs yet uh, yeah. as it's presently constructed. So th- there's that's the positive I'm taking away from it.
1: Yeah, very true. I want to talk about Domas, but before we do that, can we go into your keys? Because I want to touch on, you know, what you highlighted as things that the Kings need to do to win this game, see if those actually happen. And if they didn't, I want to try and identify some things that the Kings could have done a little bit better to help win this basketball game.
2: Well, in the first half, I thought that how the, the Kings were attacking was really, really good. First of all, you can't turn the ball over too many times. You just can't give Giannis and and all those guys easy opportunities to get out and run. The Kings kept the turnover number low. They hit shots from the outside. They had 10 threes, I think, in the first half, 21 for the game. That's going to open up the floor against a team that's really hard to score on inside. But also, the two-man game, uh, whether it was pick and roll or dribble handoff between whoever the guard or the wing player is and Sabonis. If Brooke Lopez is going to sit – Back and drop coverage like that They ran that over and over and over again And yes, Brooke Lopez is a great rim protector But what happens when you set that high screen And he plays drop coverage like that You give guys like De'Aaron Fox and Herter Easy opportunities for floaters or mid-range shots Mm -hmm. Or somebody like Malik Monk comes full speed off of it And has a nice quick drop-off pass to Sabonis They ran that over and over and over again And it worked almost every single time It was a great way to attack them Um Milwaukee is a great defensive team. They ratcheted up the pressure in the second half. They tried to take some things away. They were more physical. And over the course of a 48-minute game, y- you know, a team as talented as Milwaukee is going to have those those stretches. Um, Giannis was amazing by himself in the first half. Chris Middleton was huge, and Brooke Lopez was huge late in the game, hitting a bunch of threes. The the Bucks only had one three made in the first quarter. So the, a big swing there from first to second half. But – I, overall, I think that the the game plan the Kings had coming in here, they defended without fouling pretty well for most of this game. Didn't turn the ball over. They hit outside shots, uh, and they they were ferocious. At least Sabonis was on the offensive glass all day. I, I mean, that's you have a, a team as big and as physical as Milwaukee. You have to meet that level far, uh, you know, right from the beginning, and they did. Yeah. Let's take a look at your keys to the game. Let's do it. Uh, number one, you know was rebounding, and you can actually put a check mark next to this one for once against one of the better rebounding teams in the NBA. Fifteen offensive boards. They out-rebounded Milwaukee for the whole game. Um, it, it, it was great. It, it was a total team effort, but, again, DeMontis Sabonis, was, it was a Herculean effort in there <laughs> inside so against strong, this team. Dude. He's so strong, yeah. Um, number two was transition defense. Again, the Kings did a pretty good job of this. They scored 19 fast break points themselves. Milwaukee only had seven. The Kings had 17 points off of Milwaukee's 12 turnovers. Uh, those are all great numbers to have against a team like the Bucks. And then number three was, for, it was for me, the Monk and Sabonis connection, which has been really, really good over the past few games. I, I think it was more than just Malik Monk in this game. I ta- already talked about how they attacked uh, on Brooke Lopez in that drop coverage. It worked really, really well. Kevin Herter and Sabonis in the second half, the two of them, the two-man combination was uh, amazing. It helps when her, your uh, guard is on fire from three. But um, th- those two guys w- or those you know, combination of players I thought were really, really good, and they had 31 assists in the game.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. I'm seeing a lot of positives here in the chat, Calvin, which is great because there's not a lot of times this season – Where we see a loss and we see... People positive here in the chat. I, I hear a lot of people saying it's going to be tough for anyone to beat this team in a seven-game series. This is the Milwaukee Bucks. It's tough for any team one to of the beat best Milwaukee teams. in a seven-game series. No, no, they were talking about the Kings, dude. Well, I know, but the I'm Kings saying it's t-
2: it would be tough for any team in the NBA to beat Milwaukee in a seven-game series. Yeah. that's how good they are. No,
1: they're saying it'd be tough for anybody to beat the Kings in a seven-game oh. series. Oh, okay. Sorry, i misunderstood uh, I, I'm seeing people saying, "Wow, it was the Bucks, the best team in the league, and the Kings were were with them until the end of." The the game. Uh, So I'm seeing a lot of positives here. This is great, Calvin. I I love the vibe here in the chat. I do see a couple people being negative. Some people talking about Davion not being productive tonight, talking about uh, Metu not being super productive. Of course, in a loss like this, right? No matter how well people play, you're always going to look at spots. You're going to say, this person didn't do this. We didn't do enough of this to win the game. Obviously, uh, you know, there is room for improvement. There always is room for improvement, no matter whether you win or lose. But in a loss, it's a little bit more exaggerated. Uh, but, Calvin, I mean, if you could just name one thing that
2: the Kings could have done in this game to have a better chance at winning, what would it be? I think it was the late game execution, uh, which they've been actually really, really good at all season long. But I can't stress how tough that back-to-back play stretch was of leaving a guy who's one of the best shooters in the NBA um, and was on fire at that point or was in a really good rhythm, wide open for three on a terrible miscommunication and then turning the ball over the the very next play for a dunk. When you're within, I think it was three points, two or three points at that point in the game late in the fourth quarter. That was, to me, the difference in this game. It was really a close battle the whole way through.
1: I'm just scrolling through King's Twitter right now, and I'm seeing lots of photos and videos about this fight at the end of the game. Calvin, you think there will be any suspensions here?
2: So I'll be honest; I actually missed this because once the right before this play happened, um, the the game was essentially over. the The Bucks were up by by nine, I think. So I turned the TV off and I came in here to get all the lights on and start setting up the the studio, and then I looked at the box score, and I was like, man, there's still 15 seconds left in this game? I've been in here for three minutes already. How is that possible? And then I looked up and saw that uh, Brooke Lopez has been ejected. So I actually didn't even see the fight, but I'm sure f- just based on those pictures alone, yeah, that a suspension is probably going to be warranted. I from saw somebody, Trey Lyles and
1: Brooke Lopez get into it <laughs> at the very end of the game. It looked like Trey Lyles... Uh, I guess Brooke had been talking smack for a while. Uh, then Trey Lyles, dude, he made he made a movement toward, towards Brooke Lopez's face, and Brooke Lopez did not like that at all. They got in, in, in uh, I guess, an entanglement, as Will Smith would call it. Uh, and I, I believe they were <laughs> both ejected. I, I have no idea about suspensions. Hopefully, I, I really, really hope that Trey Lyles will be available for the game on Wednesday. But, hey, you never know. You never know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Asha texts me, quote-unquote, fight night is happening right now. So I had to get up there and pay attention to what was going down. <laughs> I see a Kings fan uh, got a Brook Lopez sleeve after he was thrown out. He looks pretty happy. I'd probably burn that if it was me. <laughs> uh, but that's that's just me. But, hey, guys, I, I just want to, you know, just kind of, like, re reevaluate everything here is, like, the Milwaukee Bucks are an incredible, incredible basketball team. I mean, this is a team that's what? What are they? A year and a half removed from an NBA championship. Two uh, years, Milwaukee, two yeah. years removed from NBA championship. They got a, an MVP candidate in Giannis, probably going to win MVP again. Is that his third MVP for Giannis? That would be number three, I believe. Yeah. Yes, crazy. Versus a Sacramento Kings team that has not made the playoffs in sixteen years. 16 fucking years of misery. We were the two seed in the Western Conference. Now we're the third seed. But this team has a lot of fight. And they're... Dude, like they said in the press conference, we don't care who we're playing against. We'll beat anybody. We want to play against anybody. They're not dodging. They're trying their best out there. Yes, we're 0-2 against the Bucks this season. But hey, if we face a team like the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA championship... If we could even make it that far, I would be extremely, extremely happy. This team has made amazing strides this season. They're looking incredibly well. And, and, yeah, like I said, the Bucks are probably the best team in the NBA. You go in, you play tough, you have a chance to win the basketball game. That's all you can really ask for. So, I mean, I, I am not disappointed in the Sacramento Kings tonight. I'm not disappointing the Sacramento Kings this season. As bad as I sound after some of these losses this year, Calvin, I'm extremely happy with this team. I'm extremely happy How with could you where not we're be. at. And, and I think a lot, of, a lot of Kings fans need to spend some more time living in the moment. Yes, we all want to make the playoffs. Yes, we all want to win an NBA championship. But spend some time in the moment. Even though we lost tonight, this is an incredibly, incredibly good basketball team. We just had a game flexed on the on the TNT last week, Calvin. Yeah. We just had a game
2: flexed on the TNT last week. When's the last time that happened? Probably oh four, oh five. That's like the last time that anything when yeah. y- this season when you're talking about well, the Kings. When's time. the
1: last time you heard anybody on <laughs> ESPN say, I'm all in on the Sacramento Kings? Probably never. It's been a long fucking time. So I'm just saying All my Kings fans out there, I love you guys so much. We're all sticking together here. This is one game. We lost. It's okay. Uh, We'll move. We'll move on. We're moving towards Wednesday. I think we're going to beat the Bulls on Wednesday, Calvin. They should certainly be expected in favor to win that game, I would think. All right, let's talk about a couple more people here tonight, and then I want to get to Nick. I know we got Nick on the phone. He's dying to talk to us. Tell us how much pizza he's at tonight. He probably had no pizza tonight, Calvin. That's probably why we lost. Just going to say that. Um, but, hey, a couple great performances tonight by De'Aaron Fox and Kevin Herter. I definitely want to talk about them. But before we get there, I want to talk about the elephant in the room, Calvin. And it's not because he looks like an elephant. Um, Kevin Herter. No, sorry. Keegan (laughs) Murray. Keegan Murray. I'm all over the place. Yes, I did go to happy hour before this stream. Keegan Murray. Another struggle for him, Calvin. I don't know if he's on the struggle bus. I don't know if he's driving the struggle bus. He's not scored a lot of points in the past, what, four games here? Yeah. When I asked you about it, you said, yeah, they're giving more minutes to Kessler Edwards.
2: He has played a lot of minutes over the past couple of games. What does that for mean? For a guy that didn't play at all before.
1: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my Rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card
0: bill. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty-nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty-nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: What does that mean for Keegan Murray?
2: I don't think it, I don't think you have to overread into that. I mean, they're still starting Keegan. Um, They're still going to be bringing him along. There's still a plan, you know, for, for this guy going forward. I think he's still gaining experience every night. Uh, And it's, it's still his type of game like he he was never the guy at any point this season that was putting up 20 shots and and scoring 20 to 30 points very true in a game he's had games like that where he got absolutely on fire from 3 and had oh, what 29 is is his career high but uh, that's not hit how he plays and that's not how the the system works in, in this offense either you know they've been giving him more and more uh, assignments defensively as the season go, goes along. They're tough assignments. He's having some rough nights every now and then. Just like when he was shooting uh, in a shooting slump earlier in the year, you know, every, a lot of people were pouncing on him, saying maybe he wasn't ready to be a starter. All of this stuff, but he worked his way through that. I think he's going to work his way through all these other, uh, you know, issues or, or struggles that he goes through in his rookie season while winning games and getting some playoff experience as well, I think overall you've you got to be pretty pleased with where he's at, where the team's at, and what that means going forward for the both of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't want don't to hit the alarm on Keegan Murray. I mean, look at the last five games. 20 minutes, zero points. 37 minutes, 13 points. 26 minutes, 11 points. 15 minutes, zero points. 22 minutes, seven points tonight. Now, I do have to say, these last five teams have been very tough teams, right? Yes. And and a lot of length and size and a lot of defense on these teams, teams. right? Yeah. You got Minnesota, you got New Orleans, you got New York, you got Phoenix, and you got Milwaukee. Five really decent teams. Five teams with a lot of size, five teams that play great defense. And, Calvin, the Kings went three and two in this five-game stretch. So, I don't want to say that, you know, all all this – this law, I don't want to say tonight's loss is on Keegan Murray because it's not on Keegan Murray, right? And I don't want to hit the alarm on Keegan Murray and say that it's time to hit the panic button. Keegan is this and Keegan is that. But I think a lot of Kings fans have noticed he's not been his normal self-scoring in the past five games. What would you do if you're Mike Brown? What would you do if you're Harrison Barnes to try and get a guy like Keegan Murray going again? Because although he's not the reason they lost tonight, I think everybody agrees that this is a much better basketball team when Keegan Murray is stroking it from the corner.
2: Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, he's still getting good looks like I'm, you're not disappointed with the types of shots that he's getting it. To me, it's volume because you know, he doesn't play a lot down the stretch in the second half. They either go with Trey Lyles or like the other night, Kessler Edwards played a bunch of minutes because he was doing really well on Devin Booker. Um, So, I still like the shots that he's getting. They're going to go down. He doesn't take a lot of shots on most nights, so if he doesn't hit a couple early on in the first quarter or the first half, get himself going a little bit that way, uh, and that way that you know they, they look for him more um, if he's knocking down shots early, I, I'm, I don't think you really have to say much to him. He's a great shooter. You just keep on working in the offense. You get him the same types of looks, and, and eventually they're going to go down. Um, I think it's also important to mention for a guy in his position, we've talked about it before, most guys, when you get picked in the top five of the draft, you don't play in these types of games in March and April. Very true. You don't play, or for guys that are playing this many minutes, let's say, Yep. there are probably later round picks, early second round picks that are important to the rotation of the team, but they're not playing as meaningful minutes. They're not starting all of that stuff. So he's probably a little bit worn down. I mean, they've played 67 games, right, at -hmm. this point. You play around 30 in college. Um, So you have to take all all of that into account here. And I think it's great that the Kings have options to balance all of this out. They can go with Trey Lyles at the end of games. Kessler Edwards has come on as a defensive stopper, perhaps. Another option, at least, that that gives you in certain situations. So I'm not getting on Keegan by any means here. I think he's got the right attitude. He's got the right mentality. A lot like Harrison Barnes. Yep. You just say, Hey man, we're going to get you open. Take the shot. That's it. Oh, I mean,
1: I'm don't, don't take me wrong here. I'm definitely not getting on Keegan at all, but I am looking at it from a perspective as what can I do to help this guy flourish? Right. What can I do to help this guy be in a better position to be productive. I see a lot of people in the chat here. Charles says, uh, you know, he, he's not struggling. Somebody else says he is a rookie. Um, and I mean, those are all, those are all true things, but I I think as a coach, as a veteran player on a basketball team, you're supposed to be a realist. You're supposed to look around and you say, Hey Keegan, things are not the same as they were a couple weeks ago. It's not your fault, right? We want you to be productive. What can we do to help you be a better version of
2: yourself? Again, I think you just have to stick with, with it right now. Like I, I wouldn't really change much. I don't think that the way that they run this offense, it's not, again, not like they feed him the ball and they say, go get a bucket at any moment. It really goes for anybody on this team, not named Domonta Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox. It's, Play within the offense, move without the ball, look for open spots. Um, And when he catches the ball, he's not the guy like I think it's Charles said here. When he has a couple of on-ball moves that he can go to and rely on, which he's shown flashes of, he'll get better at that. Um, The reason this Kings team is so good is because of the type, the style of offense that they play and how they share the ball. They have so many different guys that can beat you from the outside, and then they go inside out with Fox and Sabonis. So I think it's – I don't think that you really have to go to Keegan and say anything specific right now. I think you just keep on doing what you do, have the mentality that when you get the open shot, you're going to knock it down.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Let's move on here to Kevin Herter, 28 points in 28 minutes, Calvin. What nickname does that remind you of? Red Dead Revolver. Red Dead. You're on that one, huh? I love that name. Dude, it's great. I love it. He was locked and loaded tonight, Red Dead Revolver. I love it. Eight of 11 from three-point range. Absolutely killing it. I mean, this is a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyways, Calvin. What's the difference in Kevin Herter?
2: (laughs) Shoot or shoot, right? Like... I've been saying it all season long, man. It comes in waves. Sometimes when you're that good of a shooter, you you've, you can't fucking miss. Like, that's yeah. just the way it goes. Tonight was one of those nights. Great to see. I'm glad that he, you know, we talked about the hand injury a few weeks ago. He said it. Uh, he had to kind of rework his shot, reset himself after the All-Star break. Hopefully that means that he's going to be locked and loaded, yeah. revolvers ready for the rest of the year going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's been playing so, so much better offensively. I see a couple people here, especially Charlie. Charlie likes to talk about defense here in the chat. He says, Kevin Herter's been
2: horrible on defense, Calvin. you agree with that? He's not good on ball. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. He's not good at all. Um, But we have seen him play good help defense, get in passing lanes, create havoc that way, get his uh, long arms, a lot of deflection steals, things like that. Um, and there's I, good like basketball said, teams to, that have guys on it that are not good on-ball defenders. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I think the Kings have maybe more of those than other teams. But yes, I I, I agree that y- you are who you are at this point in the season, right? Like you can you can't make a- incremental or or uh, not incremental, but extraordinary advances in individuals he's not becoming player. he's in not a week. becoming a shutdown player and yeah. in, in a week or in a month or whatever the case may be maybe ever but you they have done the kings have done a great job the coaching staff has done a great job of playing to the strengths of these players offensively and trying to put together uh, the right type of strategy defensively finding guys to to make key plays in key moments, going to the zone, going uh, out of the zone in certain situations. I'm not saying that they're a great defensive team, but when you're the greatest offense in NBA history, you only have to be good on defense for however many plays it is, right? Like, you still have to make plays in the clutch to win. They've done that. They've gotten stops when they've needed to. Could they be better? Yes, absolutely, but – I think that Mike Brown and his staff have done a phenomenal job with what this team is. Yeah. we got Steph Curry in the chat here. Steph says the
1: Warriors are the best team in the Bay. They're the only team in the Bay. I'm pretty sure they're the only team in the Bay, Calvin. So they, they better be the best team in the Bay. Uh, The Kings
2: are the best team in Sacramento. I'll tell you that. And they are still the best team in California. Actually have been for a long time, dude. The Warriors' road record
1: is very, very concerning. <clears throat> seven and twenty-six on the road. Yeah,
2: that's wild, man. That is bad, <laughs> dude. For <laughs> a reigning champ. I know they've had some some injury problems, but seven and twenty. Like that's Houston and San Antonio yeah, level. They didn't
1: even lose Kevin
2: Durant. Yeah. That is
1: absolutely wild. You you gotta be trying hard. I mean, I'm looking here. Uh yeah, the only two teams. In the Western Conference that uh won less games on the road, Calvin, is San Antonio and Houston. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> that's crazy. That's wild. And, uh wow, that's crazy. I mean, looking here, in the East, there's only one team. There's only one team, Calvin, with seven wins on the road. That's the Detroit Pistons.
2: Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, they are really good at home. They are, but... A playoff series doesn't start until you win on the road. Yeah. It's a good thing they have home court advantage in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Not. They're the sixth seed, 35 and 33. Not looking good for the Golden State Warriors. That is quite, quite unfortunate. All right. I want to go to Nick here, but before we get to Nick, Nick, I love you. Uh, I love how patient you are. I want to talk about De'Aaron Fox. 37 minutes of action tonight, Calvin. 35 points. Eight rebounds. Three assists, only three turnovers tonight, two steals, a block for De'Aaron. Uh, I sound like a broken record here, but uh, horrible to waste a performance like this in a loss for De'Aaron Fox.
2: What are your thoughts on, on D Fox? I thought he was very good overall. He was really good defensively. Um, he put a lot of pressure on Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton, whoever it was, had a great steal on Brooke Lopez that led to an and-one. Uh, he was definitely fired up on both ends of the floor right from the beginning of this game. The only thing that I will say about Fox in this game is he settled too much for the outside shot. I get it. They're tough to score on inside, but you're De'Aaron Fox. You have the best field goal percentage in the restricted area of any player in the NBA this season. Um that's what you do. You could have tried to get a few more floaters, I feel like. He did knock down a, f- a handful of threes in this game, but yeah. I thought he took too many. Five threes, five of 12. 12 three-point attempts. Yeah. That's that's too much for Fox. I'm five of 12 is not bad. It's not bad, but it, they. I think he settled, and a lot of those threes came early in the shot clock as well.
1: Yeah. All right, let's bring on Nick here. But real quick, want to remind everybody that's watching right now. We appreciate you guys so much for joining in, tuning in. We know there's a lot of different uh, shows to watch. We know there's a lot of different distractions now in this day and age to spend your time. We do live in an attention economy, and we appreciate if you smash up that like button, hit that subscribe button. We are live after every single Kings game, so thank you guys so so much. Let's go to Nick. Let's see what see. Let's see what Nick's up to. Yo, 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 Nick! You know,
3: yeah, what's up? I did not have pizza tonight, but I did have a hamburger and fries today dinner. So, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I just wanted to say, you no, know, we lost tonight, but I know, I know that we can be better the next game, and I know that we go on the road on Wednesday. We play Chicago, and we're on the four game road trip stand. So, you know, the four game road trip starts on Wednesday. So, you know, the Kings lost tonight. I, I know that there was no beam of night. There not see city beam tonight. night. No purple beam. So, I'm going to have to try to get it on Wednesday in Chicago.
1: You know, Nick, the beam wouldn't be so special if it was lit every single night, right? So, there's got to
3: be moments yeah.
1: where we don't light the beam so that we can appreciate the beam when it is there.
3: But, you know what? I know we lost in Milwaukee. So, you know... We gotta try that. We gotta try to light the beam again, and we gotta try to light it up, and hopefully that you know that you get to light it up on Wednesday in Chicago.
1: I like that, Calvin. Nick Nick seems pretty positive tonight. I couldn't agree
3: more. And yeah, and I know we're off tomorrow, and we have a day off tomorrow, so we have a day to. Yeah, they're gonna need it it after this game. They're gonna need a day off. A lot or of bags of ice, Nick,
2: and ice bath. Nick, this you game. think
1: there's gonna be any suspensions after this game? Well,
3: I saw the fight. I saw. I saw. Um, I saw the fight. <laughs>
1: who who won the fight? Nick? Yeah, who won? The who won fight? the
3: fight? The voters didn't do anything. Okay,
1: so he's not getting suspended. What about Trey Lyles?
3: No, he, I think he got one technical go bow. Okay. Did he get two? Did he get two or one? So
1: it was it was just Brooke Lopez that got ejected? That was it? I think so. Okay. I like that. Uh, Nick, I want to circle back here because y- you went through everything really, really fast, but you said no pizza tonight for
3: you? Nope. No pizza tonight.
1: Why not? Why not have a piece of pizza, Nick?
3: Yeah, why not?
2: He's like Brian says he's saving himself for some sh- Chicago style deep dish. Oh, pizza, the best. Nick, Brian, do you <laughs> do you like
1: Chicago style deep dish pizza?
2: I do. Right answer.
1: Okay. Are you going to eat some on Wednesday like the Kings are going to eat some deep dish Chicago bowl style pizza?
3: I don't think so.
1: Oh, okay. You're, you're back on the health train.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's good. I mean, when you don't eat pizza, what, what do you replace it with? You, you eat celery, carrots, all that fun stuff?
2: Or?
3: Probably a sandwich or something. Ooh. Okay,
2: no salad, huh?
3: Probably not.
2: Nice big salad.
1: Can't hate on the sandwich, dude. The sandwich, Calvin, is, is one of the most versatile pieces of oh, food. Oh, man, are we really about you know to that? start this? It's so versatile. I mean, Nick... What, what do you what do you classify as a sandwich right because in, in my mind a lot of things could be a sandwich yeah like a burger you, do you consider a burger a sandwich i think so okay see calvin yeah. you got two buns two pieces of bread a patty or whatever's inside what about a what about a hot dog Nick
3: no no hot dog what do you mean? That's like an open face sandwich. Well, I didn't have one tonight. I did not. have one tonight.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, of course, but but I'm just saying. Do you? Would you consider a hot dog a sandwich?
3: I would. I would consider it.
1: Okay. Why not? Why it not consider it?
3: Why not? Why right, not uh, consider it?
1: What about a taco? You
3: know. Yeah. I think a taco would be the best.
2: I like Nick.
1: Wow. Can you see this? Nick is, and I is are Is there the same, anything
2: that isn't a sandwich? We're
1: on the same wavelength. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Lots of things can be sandwiches, Nick, How right? How about a quesadilla?
2: Yeah. I think a, I think a quesadilla would be awesome. Oh, man. We're about to go down a very deep All dark right. rabbit All right, hole Nick. here. I
1: want to talk about basketball. Calvin's trying to talk about food the whole time. But, Nick, I, I want to hear from you. Let's talk about Wednesday's game. It's on uh, It's on March 15th. Got to give a shout out to Asha. Nick, can you give me a shout out to Asha? It's her birthday on Wednesday.
3: Shout out to Asha. Happy birthday.
1: Happy yeah. birthday, Asha. Nick, we're eating I know some.
3: Steph, I, I did hear that Stephen Curry was on the chat tonight, so I did want to say hi to Stephen Curry really quick. But, you know, the Warriors are not going to the playoffs. Oh, the
2: Warriors suck, bro. They're not going to make the playoffs? Wow, that's a bold statement.
3: No. I'm just telling you, are not. they're not going to go to the playoffs. They're going to lose. And they're going to lose to us on April 7th. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They suck. And the Kings are going to like to beat them in front of their damn faces. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nick. Let's talk
1: about Wednesday's game. Um, What are your keys to the game for the Kings, Kings Keys, to beat the Bulls on Wednesday in Chicago?
3: The game is try to get yourself a win and do something and, and get yourself a win.
2: Get yourself a win. Why not? I like
1: it. I like it. That's my key yeah. of the game also. You got a prediction for the score on, on Wednesday's game, Nick?
3: Prediction is that you need to get yourself – the prediction is to win on Wednesday. Prediction is a win. Yeah, and, and a score uh, a prediction? And it's going to be – one fourteen and that to ninety nine. I, I should have said it. One fourteen ninety nine.
1: I love it, 99. Nick. All right, buddy. Well, hey, we appreciate you so much for joining us here on the stream. We'll see you hopefully on Wednesday, and uh, we'll check back in see if one fourteen ninety nine is correct. But, uh, dude, light the beam on Wednesday. Yeah. So
3: why not light the beam?
1: Why not why light not? the beam on Wednesday? All right, Nick. Have a good night, buddy. We appreciate you. All right, sweet dreams. Love you too, Jay. All right, dude. It's good hearing from Nick. He seems pretty positive
2: about sandwiches and about beating the
1: it's bulls on very, Wednesday. I
2: mean, he's very positive about food. My most, type of guy most of the time.
1: So you think you don't think tacos are sandwiches?
2: I personally I do not. Why? But it's a taco. Oh, it's like a Mexican that's, that's sandwich. That's all I got. Yeah. That,
1: what about a Mexican sandwich?
2: Jay, you got to get on Twitter and join our Twitter space if you want to call in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Jay, uh, if you do want to call in, all you need to do is go on to Twitter, follow us, royal underscore rebounds. You can click on our profile picture, and it will ask if you want to join the space or not. Once you're joined in, you just hit request in the bottom left corner, and you can come up on stage and have your voice heard. That goes out for everybody, not just Jay. Uh, we'd love to hear from you all. But, guys, smash up that like button. All right, Calvin. Uh, anything else you want to talk about regarding this game tonight? Because, I mean, uh, it's like it, a game happened. Not going to lie, I'm going to rewatch it. But your game. you're to playing the best team in the Eastern Conference. You stayed neck and neck with them. You do lose the game. Obviously, there's some film to look at to figure out how to improve. But, I mean, you, you toss this one out the window and you keep pushing forward in my mind.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, you can't get complacent, to use your word, from a couple of streams ago here. You're about to go on the road, four games. You're going to be favored to win probably all four of those games. Yeah. Um, it, it's, you're still going to have to finish strong here to make sure you not knock a, or uh, what am I trying to say? Sew so up the first round knockout knock yeah tie up the oh, first round saying, home knock court it out of the park uh round in the playoffs so advantage shout out
1: advantage. to jj i do love you uh calvin i i'm not gonna lie i watched some baseball yesterday really
2: yeah as in spring training baseball or the world baseball classic a's giants a's giants yeah it's pretty interesting i couldn't tell you who won um
1: but uh yeah i watched some baseball <laughs> Well, I hope you had fun. I turned it on, and you know what I said to myself first thing? It is way too early for baseball.
2: Uh, March 29th or 30th this year, I think, is opening day. Yeah, I just, so I told you I set up this
1: uh, screen on the lanai, like this lanai is your like a balcony or patio patio. area. Yeah. Yeah. So we got this cool projector for the back eye, and I set up this screen. That that, Dude, it's badass. I got to show you tomorrow. Yeah. Um, But uh, the sun was still out, and, of course, I got a shitty projector from China, so it it only works at (laughs) nighttime. Um, So there was very little light. I could barely see the screen, and I'm like, hey, you know what I can watch with no screen? Baseball. Baseball. (laughs) So I put on the baseball game, and I could hear everything that was happening. Didn't miss anything.
2: Uh, and then like an hour Listening later to baseball on the radio is actually pretty fun. Yeah. Like an
1: hour later it. I was able to see the full screen and I'm like, Hey, I've been watching a baseball game. So, Hey, shout out, Well, shout out to. Baseball. Fantastic. Uh, Nick, check it off here. Apparently Nick is being requested on Deuce and Mo. Uh, we'll definitely have to He's tune a in Popular there. guy. Uh, but Calvin, you got anything else, um, to say about this game tonight before we move on?
2: Just very, very, I would be very proud of, the Kings, if I was a member of the coaching staff or a player, I would be very proud of the effort that they gave in this game. Uh, very physical game the whole way through. And they had a chance to win at the end. That's all you can ask for. So, yep, Haven't lost many games recently. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be frustrated. But like Nick said, you take tomorrow, get some rest, do a little walkthrough, probably get on a plane to Chicago. Try and, to win the uh, game. Try to win the game. Yeah, try to bounce back. Over
1: under. Have a good night. Thank you so much for joining in. We will be back on Wednesday, but we'll we'll be a little later on Wednesday. Just so you guys know. A uh, couple things to mention real quick, Calvin uh, Sabonis, Player of the Week.
2: Yeah, congratulations, well deserved.
1: Western Conference
2: Player of the Western Week. Western
1: Conference. Dude played like that tonight.
2: Oh, dude. Absolutely. Do these
1: do these awards mean anything to you?
2: To me, no, not really. I mean, it, it's a. Very cool honor. I'm sure I would be happy to win one if I was playing. Um, but I would also, if I was playing, try to keep things in perspective as well. You know, yeah. it's great. You had a good week. Sub girl? Ho- Check
1: out all my Western Conference Player yeah, of the right? Week awards. Ho- hopefully
2: you win all those games too. That's the most important part, right? Yeah. Hey, if I
1: was an NBA player, I have a shitload of Western Conference Player <laughs> of the Week awards. Probably have 52 of them.
2: 52? Yeah. At one for every week, even the months that they don't play basketball. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Just keep it going.
2: Just keep it going. Uh, Another thing
1: to mention before we move on to the Bulls game. And, uh, honestly, when I put this in the notes, this was before this loss tonight. So, it probably would have been a lot more entertaining, a lot more exciting. However, Denver Nuggets, three-game losing streak right now, Calvin. They are on a bit of a slide. We – and see, this, this is what I'm saying. My whole speech that I prepared for this part is all ruined because now we're the third seed. But I was going to say, F the Memphis Grizzlies. We're two. We're going for one now. Hey, now it's, we're still, three.
2: it's still there. Two
1: plus one equals one three, Cal. We're the two seed and the one seed.
2: Now we're the three seed. I'm not sure that's how it works, but yeah. yeah. Shout out. Thank you, Mr. Angel. I do love a good IPA. So, Anyways, five losses away
1: from the one seed. Yeah. So we just I mean, need them to snowball that losing streak a
2: little bit yeah. further. Get these four roan wins, just like you said. Control what you can control. And move you our win way your games, on. and and the rest will take care of itself.
1: Yes, Mr. Angel, shout out! Thank you so much for the super chat. We appreciate you. Uh, I'll, I'll have an IPA, maybe two, maybe two. But thank you so much. All right, Calvin, let's move on to the Bulls on Wednesday. Cal, I know you got a little special connection
2: with the Chicago Bulls. You want to let everyone know why? I did live in Chicago before moving to California. Um, Michael Jordan was my idol, like many people growing up my age. Um, so, yeah, I do consider myself a, a little bit of a Chicago Bulls fan as well. And they suck now. <laughs> I mean, they were good last year. They were a playoff team last year. Yeah. And then Lonzo, I mean. Yeah, you know, he's. They're probably going to have to have another surgery.
1: Yeah. Sounds pretty, about right. Pretty Dude, terrible. Dude, he's been dipping and dodging deer and fox since he got into the league. Pretty terrible, man. Yeah. Yeah, it does suck for him, for real. For real. Never never root injuries on players. <laughs> it really Our beer waiter. Really he's is. he's
2: graduated. He's on to bigger and better things, man. Yeah. Vinny, Vinny Squatch is no longer creeping around the studio Dude, anymore shout out to vinny is doing
1: professional events here in maui at at the mac uh which is the maui arts and cultural center so he's doing big concerts all sorts yeah, of cool he's things, big so time now shout out to vinny we appreciate his time while he was here uh ryan says bucks and kings finals matchup what are your thoughts cal
2: would be a dream come true that's it it's the only thought you got that's all i got I mean, they got to win three playoff series before that even happens, so, or before that potentially oh, even happens. That would so. be
1: absolutely incredible. Um, I gotta say, I mean, tonight was one game. Yes, the Bucks are the best team in the East. Yes, the Kings are like an upcoming upcoming team that's like never been there, never done that before but they played the Bucs pretty solid. And it we've is. seen Mike Brown make a lot of adjustments yes. this season when playing teams. Yes, we played the Bucs twice. We lost to the Bucs twice. But you mentioned this game was a lot closer than the first Much game. Much different game. Now, I don't know what that means in terms of like a seven-game series. I don't think the Kings get swept, uh, but the, the Bucs are incredibly, incredibly good team. So give me your thoughts on the final outcome of that series. And please say Kings light the beam. Bucks in five. All right, let's move on here to the Chicago Bulls. This game is on Wednesday against the
2: Bulls in Chicago. Cal, give me your keys to the game. Okay, key number one is going to be play fast. It's what the King. one of the things that the Kings do really, really well. The Bulls, just like the Knicks, who uh, they played a couple of days ago, are more of a slow-it-down isolation team. Um, the Kings are ninth in the NBA in pace. Bulls are 17th. 16 or more fast break points. That's I know the Kings hit that mark tonight and didn't win, but that's the, the number that, uh, you know, when you talk about checkpoint numbers in the team stats, if they get 16 or more fast break points in this game, they will have a good chance to win, I believe. Number two, Kings are hot right now from three, Barry. So let's make this game a shootout. Uh, The Bulls are dead last in the NBA in three-point attempts per game. They shoot a pretty decent percentage. I mean, Zach Levine is a phenomenal outside shooter. They have guys that are capable. Um, DeMar DeRozan's definitely the guy that you want to try to force into taking those outside shots. But uh, they do not take very many of them. So if you're able to speed this game up, more possessions, more shots, and maybe build a lead that forces the Bulls to kind of play out of their comfort zone to play Mm catch-up, I think that is an advantage for Sacramento. And then... Number three, got to give a shout-out to Jay on this one because I saw it in the chat after the Phoenix game. You're going to like this. The Kess of death. Oh, wow. We've seen Kessler Edwards be used in critical moments on some big-time players over the last couple of games like Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards. Uh, tonight, he was on Chris Middleton for a lot of this game. Tonight was probably the uh, the least effective that he's been out of those three games, but... Zach Levine is a very, very difficult player to stop on the perimeter. It's going to be a tough matchup for Kevin Herter or Harrison Barnes or Keegan Murray, whoever that is that gets him in the, uh, for in the starting lineup. I would not be surprised to see uh, Mike Brown go to Kessler Edwards in the first half on Zach Levine. Yeah. I think Mr. Angel is drunk tonight. Shout out to Mr. Angel. Another
1: super chat. Appreciate Ooh, nice. you so much. Thank you. Kings versus Celtics. Final Kings in seven.
2: Final score, 139-137. Hey, that would be epic, man. That would be so, so epic. I love Mr. Angel. 139-137 in game seven. Mr.
1: Angel is legit. Hey, Mr. Angel, sign up, dude. Become a member of the Royal Family. Hit that join button, dude. Go back to the main page. Become a member of the channel. We We would love to have you there. Calvin, I got one key for this game. And that is grab the bull by the horns. Because <laughs> that's exactly what the Kings need to do in this game.
2: Yeah. Not give him a chance. Grab him by the horns. Get off to an I'm, early start. And I'm really glad you didn't go with the uh, worst team name and worst mascot in the NBA narrative for this one, too. Because Benny the Bull, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Benny. Benny? Benny the Bull, yeah. Spell it for me. B-E-N-N-Y. Benny. Okay. Can you give me his backstory? No, I can't. But I, he's a great mascot. Okay, all right likes to throw popcorn on people in the stands I do like that video
1: especially (laughs) Celtics fans. That was absolutely (laughs) hilarious. So shout out to Benny the Bull Uh, ESPN has the Bulls as a 60% favorite for this game Calvin. Wow, that's high. That is very very high I don't like it. I don't like ESPN. That's okay. Yeah, Uh, as far as the injury report tonight Uh, nobody listed for the Sacramento Kings. We'll see how the injuries go. We know Trey Lyles did get tossed from the game tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Lonzo Ball out for the season. No surprise there.
2: Yes. Uh, but hey. No
1: surprise. Um, I think the Kings got a good chance here to win this game. Bulls are, wow, three and two in the last five. Kings are three and two in the last five also, Cal.
2: Yes, they are. If you're the Bulls, what do you need to do to win this basketball game? I think you need to play to your strengths. The, basically the exact opposite of what I was saying here. You want this game to be uh, a slowed-down isolation game. You want to get Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan one-on-one in their spots. Let them go to work. That's, that's what the Bulls have done all year long. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, Brooke Lopez is a big that can step out and shoot the three with a lot of accuracy as we saw tonight. Vucevic is the same type of player, so drawing Sabonis away from the basket, opening up lanes for guys like Caruso and DeSumo to get to the rim, um, and, of course, clearing out isolation on, on one side for Levine and DeRozan. Um, and then defensively, you, you've got to try to, to be it, – It's no team really has been able to do it, right, shut down this Sacramento Kings offense. Um, but they've got some capable defenders on this team, Caruso and Patrick Beverly, who they just brought up, brought into the team. So uh, it, it'll be really interesting to see what individual matchups the Bulls go with on defense. Hey,
1: Mr. Shout Angel. out.
2: Welcome. Welcome to the Royal Family. Were to you able to do it on your family.
1: phone? Because I'm pretty sure you can't do it on your phone. You just got to <laughs> click that link. Uh, and then I think you just double-tack to allow, um, if you have an iPhone, it's like Apple Pay or whatever just connects. But hey, uh, every dollar we earn on this channel, we're putting right back into the channel to make more awesome content for you guys. And we're going to be doing some more advertising too, so we can bring more members into the world family and have more people here for you guys to interact with. So appreciate you all so, so much. I love it. I love it. It works. It works well. Maybe I'll have to save that link at the top of every single stream. So shout out to you, Mr. Angel. I love the basketball next to you and just keep an eye out. It changes every single month. So keep an eye out for what is next. Calvin. Calvin. I think that pretty much wraps up our stream for tonight. Um, any other last words for the royal family out there?
2: Thanks for watching. The family is growing by uh, multiples every day. So. Yeah. It gets I guess, bigger and bigger.
1: Last thing to remind you all is is merch Monday. If you've been looking at this really cool merch like I got on or Calvin has on, maybe you want to light the beam shirt uh, or maybe even end the streak shirt, check out royal rebounds.com. Use coupon code merch monday for 15% off your entire order. And it works every single Monday. So thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you all so, so much. Smash up that subscribe button. Hit that like button. We'll see you all on Wednesday. In the meantime, go Kings.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.